0: Welcome to the show everyone. It's great to have you here with the DSM culture cast where we interview leaders and creators in greater Des Moines arts, culture, food and philanthropy scenes. I'm Luke Manderfeld with DSM magazine. On today's episode, we have 17 year old Eleanor Bernston, also known as Eleanor Grace, a Des Moines teenage musician who's been on the rise these past several months. Her song lighthouse, which she wrote when she was 14, reached half a million streams on Spotify in December. Wow. We go over her background in music, what it's like to be in the industry as a teenager, and what she hopes to accomplish in the future. If you missed our last episode, we chatted with local artist Robert Moore about his social activism and creative process. As always, if you want to listen to more episodes like this one, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. We are wherever you get your audio. Also, be sure to check out more great content on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, enjoy the interview with Eleanor. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Eleanor. Eleanor, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on today.
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, we're really excited to have you on. And for those who may not know who you are and your background, could you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. Um, so, my name is Eleanor. I perform by Eleanor Grace, um, and I am a 17 year old singer songwriter, um, born and raised in Des Moines. I've been doing this for about five years. I started writing when I was eleven, started performing when I was fourteen, um, started taking it seriously when I was like fifteen, um, and yeah. So I've got an EP out. I have a couple singles out. Um, I just like to make music.
0: <laughs> yeah how did you how did you get into music? I read a little bit about your background. You mentioned you you would. Had- join some camps or some type of learning opportunities in Des Moines to you know, pick up some instruments and get into singing as well?
1: Yeah. Um, so I started by just kind of writing lyrics. Um, I didn't really know how to play any instruments, uh, but I decided that I needed to learn how to play guitar and piano so that I could accompany myself and actually write songs. Um, and then I think when I was 13, I did girls rock Des Moines, which is an awesome camp for young women who, uh, just want to learn more about music and you get the opportunity to be a part of a band. Uh, you get the opportunity to collaborate with all of these other young women. And that's how I really just figured out that I like the music industry in itself. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of snowballed from there.
0: <laughs> so when you were writing songs, did you know you were writing songs, or were you just kind of putting words on a paper, kind of like poetry or s- storytelling, that kind of thing, or did you know these were going to be songs?
1: I think I knew. Um, I think my goal was to like mimic people that were on the radio. Um, so I, th- I think I knew I was writing songs. <laughs>
0: What's it like being in this industry as a teenager? Obviously, super unique. You're 17. You know, like you said, you've been writing songs your whole life, but now you've got songs out there. That's got to be such an amazing feeling.
1: It is. (laughs) Um, There are some really good things about it, and there are some really bad things about it. Um, I think the best thing is that I still live with my parents, and I don't have to worry about making a living for myself or like figuring out how to pay for a home or a meal. Um, And all of that is kind of taken care of, which is really great. And it just gives me the opportunity to purely be creative. Um, But being a teenager and being young, there are still a lot of things to learn. Um, And there are a lot of people who, who think they can teach you those things, but they can't. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Lots of good things and bad things. I wouldn't, trade it for anything else though
0: yeah and what's it like balancing you know school work trying to finish up high school but also wanting to you know go deeper into the music industry as well you mentioned that you're doing virtual school you've been doing that for a few years now but what's it like been balancing the the normal life with the music life
1: right honestly i've i've really had a privilege of being able to do online school these past three years um the school that i use is called virtual campus and they're super flexible. All of my teachers are so supportive. Um, it, honestly, it hasn't been as challenging of a journey as you might expect. Um, it's just a matter of self motivation and figuring out when to do things. And yeah.
0: <laughs> Where did you kind of get your break into music industry? How did that come together?
1: Um. So when when I was, it was like two days after my 14th birthday. I met Station One Records, which is a local record label. Um, and they'd been suggested to us by one of my mom's friends who's in kind of in the Des Moines music industry. And so I met with them. I said, listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just write songs. I wanna be in the music industry. And they were kind enough to kind of take me under their wing. And they eventually signed me. Um, but that it was just like, um, oh man, I don't know what a good word for it is. It was such a good environment to just learn things in and to have the industry explained um, and to kind of just be nudged along to make music and to do it professionally. But that was my, that was kind of the big thing where it was kind of make or break. I really have to decide if I want to do this. Um, But yeah, ever since then, I've I've been pretty serious about it.
0: <laughs> How much have you learned since then in terms of your songwriting, your actual performance, that kind of stuff?
1: Oh my God. So much. I, when I met with them, we met at Mars cafe down in the Drake area and I like brought my guitar cause I didn't know, like I brought my guitar into Mars cafe cause I thought they were going to make me play songs for them in the middle of this coffee shop. Um, I've grown so much exponentially. I don't even know if I can explain it. I feel like I'm I'm much more confident in myself as a writer, as a performer, as all of these things, which is probably the biggest shift. Um, Everything has changed.
0: (laughs) Have you had the opportunity to obviously live performances aren't around right now, but have you had the, the chance to perform live?
1: Yes, I have. Um, a couple summers ago, I had a really good summer. I did 8035. I played a lot of shows at Vaudeville Muse. Um, unfortunately, live performing is like my favorite per- part of the job. Um, I think it's like the thing that I'm best at. Um, so that's that's been really sad for me to not be able to do that and to see people. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love live, live performances.
0: So your song Lighthouse, you wrote that when you were 15, correct? Fourteen. Fourteen. And like I said, they hit half a million streams on Spotify. Amazing. Take us a little bit through that process of how you came up with that song and how you worked it toward actual production to it actually being released.
1: Yeah. Um. So when it comes to writing, I am a super visual person. Um, and so a lot of the times before I even have lyrics, I have images. um which kind of sounds strange, I guess. But I grew up with my family spends summers in northern Michigan, which is a beautiful place, lots of lighthouses. Um, And while it's one of my favorite things about my life, getting to go up there in the summer, um, it's a really quiet place. Uh, There's a lot of nature. um, And it's a really good time for me to just kind of hunker down and write. And so I wrote most of it up there, um, at a pretty isolating time in my life. Um, which I feel like you can tell from the imagery of like the crashing waves and, and all that. Um, but that's, that's a lot of where that came from. Uh, and then just kind of putting pieces together to construct this, this image of like a very blue Northern Michigan, I guess.
0: (laughs) And then when it was kind of blowing up Last year, when did you first notice that it was starting to take off?
1: Um, I don't think I really got it at first. So it got put on this playlist, and I was like, Oh my god, we're on an editorial playlist, this is insane. Um, and it hit 2000 streams, and then I was like, Oh my god, 2000! and then it hit 10,000. And I think when it hit 20,000 and it just didn't really show any signs of slowing down, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like this is doing really well. And I might actually have a chance at like being a musician. Um, So yeah, 20K, I think was when I I finally let myself think like this is it, like this is my job and it's a good song. (laughs)
0: It's like a moment of validation, it sounds like.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: What was it like? i mean obviously 20k reaching 500k that's such a big jump when you look back at just that rise uh, i guess what goes through your head
1: oh what goes through my head um part of me wishes that i had some of the same excitement that i did when it hit like 2000 and those little numbers um obviously like 500k tears were shed i felt so much joy um but yeah, to like, to go back to that beginning and just think, wow, we've come so far, like 20, lot, 500k. Um, honestly, I'm a little bit speechless. I don't know what goes through my head. Um, it's just complete awe that people, people listen to it that many times.
0: I think it's really interesting that you are making, you're making this big name by yourself from original songs as well, because there are a lot of musicians that come up with you know cover bands and that kind of thing. So what what does it mean for you that these are songs that you've written and so much of it is personal?
1: Yeah, I think I think that um knowing that is definitely the thing that I'm proudest of. Um I'm not proud of myself very often, uh but but yeah, like looking back and thinking that I wrote that song by myself is definitely like I'm just proud. <laughs>
0: So what have you been up to lately uh, during the pandemic this last year? What, what, what's been on your agenda?
1: Um, I'm so excited. I have, I have one song that's recorded right now that I'm getting ready to release sometime in March that I did with fellow Iowa musician Max Drury, um, who is such a cool artist um, and so easy to work with. And so we did this song, it's called American Beauty, and that's kind of been the biggest time consumer of my past six months. Um, And I'm really excited because it's going to be my first independent release without a label. Um, It's going to be the first thing that I've co-produced, that I've written entirely by myself. Uh, But yeah, that's the biggest thing. So lots of planning for that. Lots of working with Max and being in the studio, figuring out how to be COVID safe with all of that. Um, lots of planning. I'm really excited.
0: So independent, that would that means that you wrote and are helping produce it. What's that been like? Do you have to learn a lot? Or do you, is this stuff you've picked up over the years?
1: Um, One of the best things about being with Station One was that It wasn't like I just told them what I wanted to do and they did it for me. Um, They helped me learn how to do the things they were doing as they were doing them. So when we separated last year, um, it gave me just like a really good groundwork for being able to say, I'm going to do a release by myself and I have all the tools I need to know how to do it, Um, which is great. So there are some things that I've had to learn, especially I feel like within the production area and knowing what I want um, and developing my own sounds. But so far, so good. I'm really excited. It's like, I'm going to own this song, um, which is exciting. Uh, But yeah, it's been great.
0: (laughs) So when can we expect to, to see the song release or is that still to be determined?
1: It's to be determined, but I feel like I can definitely say within March,
0: So be on the lookout everybody. Uh, what are your future goals in the music industry? How far do you want to take this?
1: Pretty far. I, I think my biggest goal is to make it my full-time job. Um, I don't know what that looks like yet or what that really (laughs) means to me. Um, but I know it's what I want to do with my life. Uh, Man, I just, I I think another one of my biggest goals is to make an album, to make a collection of songs uh, that tell a story and that other people can attach to in the same way that I've attached to my favorite albums. Um, But yeah, I think goal number one is just figure out how to, how to make this the job.
0: (laughs) What are your plans for after high school? Uh, Do you you plan to pursue college? Are you going to jump right into a career still unknown?
1: Um, partially still unknown. I'm taking a gap year for sure, um, which is both exciting and daunting. Um, But yeah, a gap year, and then I'm going to reassess in the fall. I'll probably apply to college. Whether or not I go will be up to how well my music does, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's, it's probably, it's, it's unknown, which is okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, One question I wanted to ask you was about your inspiration for music. Who are some artists that you look up to?
1: Yeah. um, The reason I started out songwriting was because of Taylor Swift, uh, which is a lot of people's stories. But I artistically, I really look up to Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine. I think she does a really cool job of meshing, like, metaphors um, and kind of like very mundane things with these very beautiful spiritual things. Um, And with a lot of things that I've been writing, especially during COVID, um, that's just a really big inspiration of how she does that. Um, I love Harry Styles from an aesthetic standpoint. Uh, I think that his fashion choices and just the way he expresses himself in that way is super inspirational. Um, so yeah, Taylor, Florence, and Harry are probably the three biggest.
0: <laughs> I think you get along with my sister. She is a giant yeah. Taylor Swift fan and a giant Harry Styles fan. Oh my so,
1: gosh. I'm yeah. going to, she and I should talk.
0: Yeah, for sure. She, she loves those two. Um, how can people stay up to date on your career?
1: Yeah, I have, um, I have social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, tiktok uh, at eleanor the grace and i have a website as well which is eleanor-grace.com and i'm on spotify apple music wherever you listen to music um as eleanor grace
0: awesome well eleanor it was a pleasure to chat with you we'll be following along and again thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me
0: If you want to listen to more episodes like this one with Eleanor, make sure to subscribe on your favorite audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. We will talk to you all next time.